Hey y'all and happy Thursday. We are so glad that you're back with us and we are excited to put out another full length episode. Y'all, we are just killing this podcasting game. Just kidding. If you would have known how many stops and starts were in this episode, you would be just shaking your head with us. Maybe at us. It's okay. We may do. And we have some really good content for you. I really enjoyed it. I love learning from Laura and I love just shooting things back and forth with her and getting her take on things and being able to give my feedback. We come from different stages in life. Although we have a kid that matches up, I'm a little bit ahead of her in one area and a little bit behind her in another area. I have a boy and a girl, she has two boys. They're in the adoption process and we are just big advocates for adoption. So we kind of cover it all. We talk about the different tips, which we're gonna use that loosely. We decided to rename tips to conversations because we know where we stand in this and we are not experts. But we've got some things to say, we've got some things to share, and we want your feedback. We wanna know what is like some of the best parenting advice that you have gotten, and maybe what's some of the worst. That's always fun too. I love some worst advice. I mean, we've all gotten it, you know. Anyways, make sure to continue to like, comment, subscribe, review, all the things. I mean, I don't know what else there is to ask you to do short of give blood, so I'm not going to ask that. Just do those things. It's going to be easier. And here is the episode. Hey, Donna. Hey, Laura. How are you? I'm good. How about you? Good. Good. How's your week been? Um, you know, let's see. I feel like it should be like next Friday. It's been the <laughs> longest week, but yeah. it's, you know, it's a week. It was like 50 here and then 80. So it's typical Austin. And then yeah. trying to think of what else. I mean, we, we've obviously celebrated Valentine's day. I mean, super mm. romantic, super yes. romantic. Also romantic at the Walton house. We, we went, we went big time, um, with our Valentine's day separation. Se- separation celebration oh okay. hey is that a Canadian slip <laughs> whoopsies <laughs> spoiler alert I'm just, kidding. just kidding y'all <laughs> oh my gosh that's amazing uh, what about you you've got a big week yeah it's been it, there's been a lot going on we are um we're getting ready for some adoption stuff to be happening and so we've been scrambling a little bit getting ready for our home study visit update. Um, had a lot of, a lot of tests going on this week mm. for the whole Walton family. A lot of, a lot of blood drawn, a lot of psyche eval. Listen, <laughs> so. if you don't get a kid out of this, you'll surely get something. <laughs> right. I'm not sure what it's going to be. Oh my gosh. I cannot wait for baby girl Walton to know just all that y'all have done to get her here. I know. So- I know. I actually told, um, the, uh, psychologist yesterday, she said, now, why are you here? And I was like, <laughs> that's a loaded question. I know. Yeah. There's so many reasons why I'm here. <laughs> this is a trick question. Is, are you right? Are you taking notes right now? What'd you write down? Did you start the time yet? <laughs> oh gosh. But yeah, we're, we're excited. We have our home study visit this afternoon and, um, it's an update. So we'll be officially switching countries, um, from Haiti to India, with this, this update. So, um, we've already officially switched with the agency, but this will be the U S government switch. So we're excited. So we're excited. this for, for people maybe listen that have not gone through the adoption process, um, yeah. like myself, what is a home study? I mean, I hear people say that all the time. Like we have our home study. What does that look oh, like? God. It is 
you would feel like just based on what it's called that it would be like they look in look at your house and yeah that's what I'm thinking like they're checking your sheets yeah Uh, yeah it it is that I don't know that she checked our sheets but she did look in our closets and make sure we have all of our you know um, skeletons put away yeah (laughs) yeah yeah um she does look at our house and we have to provide you know all of the information about um, all of the things about our house. But then it also goes into um, your financials. Um, you have oh, to provide It is a lot. It's, it really is a big paper chase, I think is the, the best way to describe a home study. Yeah. Um, and then there's the, the medical side of it. We um, had to have all kinds of um, blood work done to make sure that we don't have any communicable diseases. And mm-hmm. um, India and Haiti also both require psychological evaluation. It's good. It's- yeah. So just making sure everything. And I, that's what I was going to say, as I said to her yesterday, um, you know, you have to be a little bit crazy to be doing this, this yeah. process and still be doing this process uh-huh. through yeah, this is like how many years are y'all in? Um, let's see, three years and quickly approaching four months. Okay, <clears throat> not that we're counting, but yeah, yeah not that everybody, yeah, we're not, we're not yeah. at all. Oh okay. gosh. <laughs> uh, well, I think that kind of goes in good to the one, the crazy part, but also the adoption that you know. We were, whenever we started this podcast, when we were getting ready to start it, mm-hmm. our big holdup was what is our like niche? Like, what are we going to, what's our, what's our deal? What are we going to talk about? <laughs> and then we were like, you can't pin us down because we are <laughs> mild experts on everything. <laughs> so, yeah. And then we put it out there, um, kind of on our personal uh, Instagrams asking people what did they want. And it came back a ton. I think they see us and they were like, they know a lot about parenting. <laughs> and so clearly that yeah. is what they're getting from yeah. um, any interaction with us. From our cool. ER, my ER visits yes. with William too. So yeah, so we had, we did our Valentine's episode and we're like, okay, what do we want to do next? As you were asking me, you know, William is literally on the table getting staples in his shin and you go I really feel like it's time we talk about parenting yeah I think parenting would be a a next great topic it's obviously just like (laughs) the natural progression of things (laughs) and so and I do love that we started out we were like let's give some parenting tips and then Mm. like let's let's not let's bring that back in in a little bit (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna have a parenting conversation It feels, feels a little more um, on brand with our abilities and pro- our professional levels. So, yeah. oh for my gosh. Sure. For sure. Well, I think it would be great um, just for anybody who maybe this is the first time listening to us and they haven't gone back and listened to the other episodes. Maybe, um, Jonna, start with telling everybody a little bit about your kiddos so that they have kind of the context from where we're coming from. You want to do that first? Yeah, sure. Okay, so I have William, which obviously, if you know my story, I had him when I was 21, so I was a kid with a kid, and (laughs) he is 14, he'll be 15 in July, he is in eighth grade, and I know that it is like, you're encouraged not to do the Enneagram with your kids, but (laughs) as you'll find out through this, I don't necessarily do what everybody else tells you to do, but William has taken the Enneagram, and I am talking, he 
aced that thing. <laughs> and it made me very uncomfortable to read his answers. But he is a three-wing four, also oh. known as he is real into success and mm-hmm. judges people by their success and failure. Oh. Um, but he is honestly a um, group of friends that Laura and I have. Uh, they, they refer to him lovingly as the senator. He started off as the congressman, and they're like, no, he's a senator. Because yes. he is very um, politically correct. He is the kindest kid. And I have two kids and I'll get to Anna in a minute. But he is super kind, like, and just very thoughtful. So that's mm-hmm. him. He's into football. He's into basketball. He has two metal plates in his arm, which will also come into play with our parenting. Um, he broke the same arm like three times in three years. Mm. Precious. Um, he's very accident prone. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we have Anna. She is 10. Her birthday is in August. She'll be 11. And she is exclamation point on our family. She is yeah. also taking the Enneagram and she is a seven. And I will tell you what she is like, everybody wants to be friends with Anna. They want, when I say everybody, I mean like mostly adults. Like <laughs> I find that I am, and I know you should never like want to be friends with your kids. Like you're the parent and I do mm-hmm. sit in that camp, but I'm like, you think, do you think I'm cool today, Anna? You know, like she's just very calm. And I always say if I could just mix Anna's ability to not care what people think about her with Uh William's ability to care too much, like it would be the perfect mixture. Um, We're just not there yet. And so she is, will hold my husband in a nutshell and William is definitely much myself, but um, she is so sweet and she is really into soccer and she's about to take volleyball up again. So that is them. What you can tell me about yours. Yeah. So uh, we have two boys um, obviously in the adoption process for our little princess who will be our exclamation point. Yes. Uh, But the boys Riley is uh, about to be 12. He'll be 12 at the end of March and he has not taken the Enneagram yet, but I have diagnosed him. Okay. Oh, I like it. I like it. Yeah. What do yeah. you have him? I feel like he, he's probably a six. Um, okay. He, he kind of goes to, but I feel like he's, he might be a six wing seven. And I don't, I don't know a lot of people with that because he's, he's always up for a good time, but he's a worrier. Like he, yeah. Um, when he gets hurt, if he ever gets hurt, it's like he's bleeding and he's going to bleed out. And oh, it's gonna okay. Be worse. Yeah, he goes, yeah, we, we sprained an ankle a few years ago. And by the time we got to the hospital, he was going to have to have his leg amputated. I, I hate mean, when that happens. Yeah. He's, he's a little bit and, and, and very, um, we have to be careful about like, if he's not feeling good about talking about what it might be because. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's a WebMD. He's a WebMD enthusiast. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He's gonna, he's gonna go there um, and go there, go there strong. Yeah. <laughs> so, I like it. But he is so outgoing and so friendly. He's never met a stranger. Um, when he was a little boy, he would like talk to people in the grocery store and, um, you know, sometimes it felt inappropriate, but um, <laughs> just, you know. <laughs> hey, hey, y'all. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, he's into basketball is his, his big thing. He's, he's played soccer in the past. We're not sure he'll be able to continue that. The school where they are right now doesn't have a soccer program. So, um, but he was real into basketball right now and, um, he really likes that. And then Eli is, um, currently our baby, but will be our middle. And I, he's, he's 
Fishon real well, I think. He, um, he's so funny. Yeah. He, um, he, if I had to peg him on the Enneagram, also not taking it, but I would say he's probably a three. Okay. Um, William, he's, William will let you know. Let William do some mm-hmm. uh, armchair <laughs> quarterbacking with yeah. him. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like he's probably a three. He really likes to be the best at everything he does. Um, he's, he's very focused. Like he wants to complete a task. Yeah. Um, last night, for instance, I was, I was grading papers and he wanted to help me. Um, and he was real into like what the grade was and whether Mm. it was good or bad. Yeah. I think he and William might be pretty similar. He's pegged some kids based on their failures. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he was like, oh, that's not good. And yeah. I was like, Ugh. it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. We're, Jesus we're loves it the same. Yes, <laughs> for sure. For sure. So, um, but they're, it's fun to kind of see how different they are. I think one of my, um, and this kind of, kind of lead into some of the things that we were going to talk about, but one of the things that I think I have struggled with as a parent is, thinking, okay, well, I have two boys. They're going to be exactly the same. Like, you know, like, um, and I kind of, it started very early. Like, uh, when we found out that Eli was going to be a boy, I was like, oh gosh, you know, this, we got this. He's going to be just Riley. He's going to, he's, and they are so different. (laughs) Yeah. So who's, is Um, one more like you? Um, yes. Yeah. Well, it's funny. They both have kind of a mix of both of us. I can see, I can see, I think Riley, I think Riley's probably more like me, even though he's, I'm not the, any, we're not the same on the Enneagram, just personality wise, he's probably more like me, but I am, I do have the achiever wing. Like I am, I can see that part of um, Eli's personality being like mine too. So um, well, I, I can like, think okay. in the comparison part of things, because mm-hmm. it's easier in a way, I thought it was going to be easy for me not to compare because I have a boy and a girl and they're four mm-hmm. years apart, but William is such an overachiever that mm-hmm. Anna's successes, like if you just try to, and she always says like, he's so much smarter than me. I'm like, no, he's not like he, what it is, is he just, he applies himself differently. And Mm. things that Mm -hmm. come easier to you don't come as easy to him and things that come easy to him don't come, you know, and it's right. I do find that. And she will even say it's opposite of my childhood. I hated, I hated having the same teachers my brother had because my brother was the class clown and everything. Teachers loved him, but they were like, (laughs) sit in the front, like immediately, you know, where she's like, I love having teachers William had because they all love him. She's like, Uh what if I'm not, you know, what if I don't measure up? And so, mm-hmm. but on the same kind of where you're talking about seeing in your kids, I struggle so hard with seeing things, especially in William, because he is the most like me, seeing things in him that I don't like about myself. Oh, and gosh. like, it is like mm-hmm. a knife stabbing you in the heart at the same time as pouring salt in the wound. <laughs> and I've tried to be honest with him and say, this is why I'm writing this subject so hard because uh-huh. I know where this leads and uh-huh. it leads to me. <laughs> then he's like, Oh, make it stop. <laughs> you know, but I do, I think it's so hard parenting mm-hmm. too, and not comparing as well as parenting the things that you don't like in yourself uh-huh. in your uh-huh. children. Uh-huh. And you know, something we always say, 
you know, when we have to discipline the boys, um, for whatever reason, mm-hmm. um, that we try to help them understand, like, we're doing this because we love you yeah. because we love you too much to let you be this way or act this way or do this thing that we know is detrimental yeah. to your development. And, you know, I, th- I do feel like that's a lot. Um, I feel like that's what we get like in our spiritual walk. Yes. Too, oh, that. <laughs> how often do you feel like you're telling your kids something and you know that God's like, um, oh, yeah. how long have I been trying to tell you that? Oh my gosh. But you like, listen. Yes. Yes. And it, it is so convicting. Oh, and I feel yeah. like the Lord does use my kids in some of the same ways that you were just talking about, like the things that I know that I need to be working on in my life. He, he's showing it to me in my kids. And so then it becomes even more like not only convicting about my own life, but then I want so much to help them. Yes. Avoid those same pitfalls or, you know, falling into that, that spiral of negative thoughts or whatever it is that they're struggling with. And so for sure. Um, and I think I always tell our youth kids when we, we talk about just understanding, um, how deep our, you know, God's love for Mm -hmm. is that you, I don't think you can fully understand it until you love your kids. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, well, I mean, and I don't think you understand your parents' love until you have kids of your own. And I think that, you know, yeah, it's like you look at how the Heavenly Father loves us so much, but he's also a just God. And that's where, you know, I mean, I remember like getting in trouble as a kid and my mom would be like, it hurts me more than it hurts you. I'm like, that's a load of poop. Okay. I'm pretty (laughs) sure Listen, I grew up in the South and I grew up in the eighties. So there were belts, Mm -hmm. but I'm like, I'm pretty sure that that's thinking based on the way that my bottom feels, feels worse (laughs) than what you're saying. But I'm like, no, like, I mean, it does. Yes. Anna got in trouble once. And I mean, and she were very fortunate. They rarely get in a lot of trouble. That's not, no, they do things that drive me absolute crazy and make me mad and stuff. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. she got in trouble one time and she, um, we told her, we're like, we're going to take your iPad away. And, and it was like something like she didn't like, it wasn't that she didn't study, but she kind of just didn't like prepare. And she waited till the last minute and it kind of fell on everybody. And William uh-huh. is such a perfectionist in a worry. He's like, <laughs> Oh gosh, Anna. Oh, he was so stressed <laughs> out for her. And so she was, you know, she was like, I'm sorry, you know, whatever. And Will's like, well, I feel like there needs to be a consequence. So, you know, like, it's got to be something other than I'm sorry, don't do that again kind of thing. Uh-huh. And um, so I told her, I said, here's the deal. Um, we're going to take your iPad away. And she goes, okay. And then she brings me, she has an old, one of our phones that she uh-huh. uses like an iPod. And uh-huh. she goes, here's the iPad, but I decided to bring you the iPod as well because I actually use it more. And what I wanted to do was say, well, you can have both of them. I'm actually going to go activate this as a phone. And would you like to go to justice? (laughs) (laughs) Because it just, but I realized that I'm like, oh, John, be strong, be strong, be strong. Like it was so sweet. And I told Will and he's like, what did you say? And I was like, thank you for being honest. (laughs) But I I told her, I said, do you know what I really want to do right now? I said, I really want to reward you because this is so sweet. I said, but I know that's not the right thing to do. And I think being honest with them, like, you know, is so it's key. And so, yes. And something else 
um, kind of in, in headed in that direction with honesty with your kids. Um, we are learning and sometimes the hard way learning (laughs) to never say never with your, like never say we're not going to do never. We're never going to do that. We're never going to do that because we are currently eating our words right now um, with travel baseball. (laughs) Oh, same with soccer. Yeah. Yeah. We said, oh no, uh, your dad, your dad's a preacher. Like we, we got to be at church on Sunday. Like we can't not be doing travel baseball. Like we're not going to do travel sports. And we've said, you know, for years we've said that. And now, um, Eli is really, um, he has really gotten into it and he Mm -hmm. had the opportunity to join a team that he had friends on and that it was a good, feels like a good fit before we get started. So, um, we're, you know, we've, we've, um, and the other thing I think in that same, same thing is, um, we said a lot of nevers before we had children. I think the, the one benefit of having a child at 21 is you don't have a ton of time to form opinions, but I know that even us having William, I was like, we are not going to be, you know, these parents, like I was, I parented in such a, like, almost like that scarcity mentality, you know, and Mm -hmm. it's, you didn't want people to, you know, judge you or anything like that, but, oh yeah, we were like, we're never, we're not playing sports on Sunday and, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. we're not doing this. We're not doing that. You're not getting a phone. You're not doing these things. Well, guess what? Nobody has a house phone anymore. And when your kid walks home from school, I need to be in, get in touch with you. And so, I mean, just those things, you don't know what's going to end up working out for your family. And the best thing is don't look at someone else because you just don't know. You don't know what their circumstances are. You don't know, you know, maybe they have prayed hard for their kid to have a friend and they get the opportunity to be on a travel baseball team. And that's God, you know, answering that friendship call. And you just, yeah, you don't know what that, that looks like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I said a lot of nevers before we actually had kids um, that were like, um, we're never going to, we're never going to let our kids sleep in the bed with us. Okay. We're never, you did say that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. I mean, and, when, and we did for the most part, we did, but we, that, that was a never that we had to, you know, that we had to take back because oh. I, until you're in the moment, you don't really know One what of you're the, going one of the to embarrassing do. Things that Will did for himself was we were registering um, at like, Toys R Us, Babies R Us or something. And I was registering for this bassinet. And he was like, what are you doing? And granted, we're at the time, at this time, we're 20. Because I turned 21 shortly before I had it. And while I was still 20. And I said, well, it's a, it's a bassinet. I just thought he didn't know what it was. Because that's, that's possible too. And he was, was like, why are you registering for that? And I said, well, because that way, whenever he's born, like, you know, I don't have to get up and like go to his room and y'all listen, we didn't live in a mansion. We lived in like a two bedroom apartment, <laughs> but I was like, you know, that way I don't have to get up and like go to his room and get him. Like I can just roll over and get him and feed him. And he goes, no, no, he is not sleeping in our room. This woman walked by and she goes, oh, honey, you're so stupid. <laughs> 
<laughs> and then we registered for it and we got it. And guess what? He didn't sleep in the bassinet. He slept in our bed. Like <laughs> he's straight up because the first night Will was like, I'm gonna put it, I'll get, I'll be the one that gets him and brings him to you. Oh, and like I said, two bedroom apartment. Oh no. Mm. After that third time to feed him, like, you know, in mm. two hours, he's like, mm. um, we'll just, we'll, we'll let him just, we'll just put him right we're here. We're just gonna put him right here. So yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's fine. It is what it is. And it, he's, he does not sleep with us now. And that's what matters. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I did wean him at 12. Yeah. He just, yeah. Last week he got out of the room. So sweet. I, so now I sleep in his room and no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> right now I curl up next yeah. to him. I know. And Anna, she slept in our room till like nine months. and But she did not sleep through the night till nine months. So guess what guys? I, I would have done anything. I mean, anything that I said I never would do just to get some sleep. (laughs) (laughs) Oh gosh. So what do you think was one big thing that you said you would never do that Mm. you're eating your words? Well, the baseball thing that has been, because we've just watched other friends and family, like, I don't want to say struggle, but like, Oh, it becomes your life. The word. Yeah. Juggle all of the things around, practicing and being away on the weekends and, you know, just life around that kind of go, go, go schedule. Um, That one, that's the one that's the most fresh on my mind because we're, we're living it right now. Um, I would say too adoption. I mean, not for me, but for Jeff, I mean, he was like, when we, uh, first got married, that was a conversation we had. I want to say like just a few months after we got married, I remember standing in our kitchen, (laughs) me asking him how he felt. I was probably cooking by the way. I was probably cooking like a really good home cooked Uh meal. Yeah. So sweet. Four course. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I remember saying, um, you know, how do you, how do you feel about adoption? Like what if, what if that was, that was where we started with this whole grow our family thing. And he looked at me like I had 16 horns growing out of my head mm. and I was like, not no, but heck no. Yeah. And, um, so, you know, just, and I was a little bit taken aback because I was like, well, wait, wait. The Lord. what? <laughs> I feel like maybe we should have talked about this. Before. I know, maybe that should have been something we talked about. Um, but I just knew, I was like, the Lord has not put this, this on my heart for so long, um, to bring me to this place. And so I, I tell people all the time, I like out prayed him on that one. I just, um, yeah. <laughs> take breath. I prayed you down. Um, I, I prayed did. you down. I just, yeah. I just was like, please. And it really wasn't that it was either. It was really the prayer of like, change my heart or change his, um, either take this, this longing, this yearning in my heart away or, or give it to him and let it, let us be on the same page. And, and, um, so, you know, just come into this place of adoption was, was a big one for us when we, um, said, you know, that's not something for us. And now here we are. Um, I love those stories too, because I do feel like you hear that more often than not where it's like, you don't start out on the same page, but I've always heard, you know, God is going to bring you to the same page, whether that's just to support adoption or Mm -hmm. adopt or whatever that looks like in your life. Like if there is something that you're on the, you know, opposing sides, like Mm -hmm. God will bring your hearts together. Don't pray for your way to win per se, but pray that God 
will mat- align your hearts with his and he will every single time. It might not look like you want it to. Unfortunately, I, but I mean, you know, the Rev would say it didn't look like what he thought it would look like, you know, but mm-hmm. because he obviously changed his mind, you know, to something that he didn't think he was in for. But mm-hmm. yes. yeah, I love that for so sure. much. For sure. For sure. Hey y'all, I'm coming at you in the middle of the podcast to tell you about our sponsor, The Rustic Rehab. The Rustic Rehab is located in Northport, Alabama, and it's owned and operated by my family. My mom, my brother, and my dad do an incredible job of creating a beautiful store with unique antiques, decorative accessories, Dixie Belle paint, and so much more. You can find them online or on Instagram at the Rustic Rehab underscore Northport AL, and make sure to stop in and tell them that Jonna and Laura sent you. and I we met through Noonday and there's a group of Noonday girls that we became really good friends with and we've traveled together but I know separately we have different friends that we pull from um I know for us it's been really helpful to have friends that are that are step ahead of us mm-hmm. and a step behind us because then I mean what is the point of going through things if you can't then turn around and help someone and I think finding friends that are a stage ahead of you with their kids or just in their life. If you're single, like finding friends that have been where you are mm-hmm. um, and you can kind of see where they're going and definitely find friends that you kind of want to model after like, and so yes. what do you, I mean, kind of, what are your thoughts on that? For sure. For sure. Um, you know, I think oftentimes we end up in friendships because of our kids, like yeah. because they're in the same activities, but I feel like, especially, um, thinking of, of the group that you were just referring to, you know, we have a friend who is, who has, um, a son who's finishing is about to be 21. Like he's finishing his second year of college and like about a daughter who's about to graduate. And so she's like a step ahead of most of us. And so she has a lot of wisdom for us that is just so good to think about. Cause sometimes when you're, you're in it and you're surrounded by people who are also in the same place. feels never ending. Yeah, it does. And you can kind of, um, get a little more down and like, Oh, is this ever going to, is this ever going to get better? And then friend who now has, you know, pretty much adult children that are, um, you know, doing life and and just seeing how, how connected they are and, and the good that, that comes from that, um, that stage of life is, is really encouraging. Um, and, and again, just the wisdom that they have to share and the, 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 you are going to survive this. Yeah. Well, and I mean, and she's really good. Her name is Jennifer. Um, but one thing that she does, and I, this goes for anyone, like find someone like this, like, I don't want you to hear Laura and I talking and be like, well, I don't know, Jennifer. Well, yeah. you're going to wish that you did, but <laughs> I find someone. So we have another friend who has a kindergartner mm-hmm. and she's strong willed. And so she will kind of cry out for help and prayers. And the thing is, is Jennifer, our friend can pour into her because her daughter was like that at one point. And she can yeah. say, oh, but let me tell you the good things that are going to come from these hard spots. Like, because this is her personality, this is what her potential is. Mm -hmm. And you don't want to change that. You need to correct things. You need to guide her, but Mm -hmm. it's like, that is super helpful. And it makes you look forward to the future. And it reminds you to be 
I mean, I don't, I, I tell Will all the time, oh my gosh, I would give a million dollars to go back just one day with like Anna as a baby. She was the mm-hmm. cutest baby and it, she was so sweet. And it's like, I bet I, you know, you start to lose those memories. And, but I remember being in the thick of it thinking, why will she never sleep? This is never going to end ever, ever, ever. Yeah. Yeah never going to sleep. I'm going to be rocking her when I'm 97 because <laughs> she's still not sleeping through the night. <laughs> so, but you know, just being able to have friends in all stages. And I think, you yes. know, if you're single, finding someone that, you know, you, you know, whether it's married couples or someone else that's single that just does it really well. And is like, I think it's just important to find mentors. Mm. So, yeah. yeah. For sure. I would definitely agree with that. And also mentors who can, can do it in a way that is grace filled and not mental. I think that is so important because I I feel like, especially for new moms, everyone Uh, wants to tell you what to do. And sometimes you just want to be like, no, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. But then you feel like, oh, well, they're just trying to help. So yeah. I should listen to that. And then you've got all these different voices and all these different pieces of advice. And you're trying to figure out which ones actually work for you. Uh, And I think one of the best things that we didn't do (laughs) is read all the books. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Because we had, I don't think it, we just kind of, we tried to just adapt as our kids needed us to, instead of like, oh gosh, well, we have to sleep train and we have to, we have to get schedule. And like, and I I was, you know, with the, the, the feeding, I did want a schedule just because I felt like it helped us figure out quicker. Yeah. If baby's crying and it, we know it's getting time for feeding, then that's a pretty good indication that that's why baby's crying. It's like this matches this. Well, I mean, yeah. you think about how many books there are. There's so oh, many gosh. books because there's not one book that's going to help everyone. Right. And, and now with all of the technology, it's not just books. You've got websites and blogs and podcasts. podcasts yeah. And everything out there that everybody wants to tell you, you know, what to do. And drinking from a fire hose. I it, mean, <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot. It is. Um, it really, yes, that is a great description of that. So, um, and then I think, I think this is a great way to kind of um, kind of wrap this up is our last little tip. And this actually came from some some conversations um, in our our group about some of the struggles that we were experiencing with our kids and just coming to a point where we realized we were in a new phase of life with them. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. So long we have been writing their story for them. Right. Uh-huh. When they, when they were little, you know, we made all the decisions. We chose what they wore and we chose what, what they, they did. ate. Yeah. All of those things. Who they play and, with. Yeah. Yes. Their activities, all of that stuff. And so now as our, our kids get to these new phases of independence, it's being willing to turn that pin over and I, did, did you hear the way I phrased that? It's not like, let them pry it from your cold day. Yes. It's, yeah. like, <laughs> it's you handy, passing them the baton, the baton. Yes. It's you saying, okay, it's time for you to learn to make good decisions and learn to, um, to write your own story and to have, have 
you know, the freedom to, yeah. to do that. And that's so hard. It's so hard as a parent. Well, and especially as both being twos, we're helpers. We want to oh. help you. Let us help you get through this. Let us help you do it the right way, you know? <laughs> and it's, I fortunately have Will, and I think you do with Jeff, like I have Will's like, let them do it. Like, yeah. even if yeah. they mess up, let them do mm-hmm. it. And yeah. one thing that William said to me that it has stuck with me, mm-hmm. you know, I've always prayed for his friends, mm-hmm. like sure. whoever they are and for Anna's obviously, but I've prayed that they both, that God really puts people in their lives that point him, point each of them to him. Mm-hmm. And, um, there was this group of kids and they were kind of asking William to do, you know, hang out or whatever. And I was like, William why do you not, why won't you hang out with them? Like, I don't understand. And I think part of it was maybe my pride getting in the way because I, you know, like the moms or whatever, I don't want them to think like I'm raising a snob or whatever that looks like. And, um, you know, I'm a people pleaser. So, um, he goes, mom, you have prayed for my friends and these aren't the friends that you've prayed for me for. And I was like, Oh dang, drop the mic. You know, and I had to step back and I was like, I can't make the decisions for your friends anymore. I can't set up play dates. I mean, I can, that would be a little weird at almost 15. That'd be awkward for everyone. So we're going to do craft time guys. Get out your macaroni. We're going to make a necklace. Oh my gosh. I should do that just to mortify him. Oh, um, for sure. Yeah. But no, you know, and I think that realizing <laughs> that the things that I've told them are sticking somewhere in there and trust mm-hmm. that and trust mm-hmm. that if I'm prayerful about it, that not everything's going to go because we have hard, like, you know, I think people look at social media, obviously and be like, Oh my gosh, the holds are amazing. No, I don't think anybody's <laughs> thinking that I try to be honest on there. I mean, listen, it is a joke. It's a running joke at this point. William has literally every single year, sixth, seventh and eighth grade been hurt at some point and not just like, <laughs> He cut a finger. No, we're talking right now. He has 10 staples and eight stitches in his leg because he tripped. Okay, guys, this is what we're dealing with. Um, And it's, you know, it's become somewhat of a running joke because our family, the way that we handle stuff is we laugh. Like we have to, to keep from crying, but also finding a group of friends that you can send out an SOS text to that's like, I just need y'all to pray and knowing that they're going to pray. You know, they're not just sending, sending you back the prayer hand emojis. They're like, got you, I got you girl. You know, it's more of like, can I pray for you right now? Like what specifically? And so that's, so good. that's what carries you for sure. For sure. Um, well, this has been fun to talk about. Um, and, and again, John and I are not coming at you guys from the perspective of we've got this figured out. Like we are no. truly. <laughs> Yeah. Surely living it day to day, um, trying to just some days just survive. I'll yeah. Be honest. Um, about something good. You want oh, to? please, please. <laughs> okay. What's going on good with you this week? Oh my goodness. Okay. So there's two things that when I think about just this week that I have just found some serious joy in, and that is, I really feel like it's, so we're, let me get back up. Let me back up just a little bit. So my, my boys are both playing basketball right now. They're both playing upward basketball locally. Um, and it's been so fun to just watch them 
be excited about something that they're really into and like kind of feel like they're finding their groove. And now of course, Eli has, has committed to this travel ball thing. And so he gets so excited about practice uh-huh. and um, just, it's, it's really good. It's really fun just to kind of, um, and again, I think it goes back to something we mentioned earlier, just about like handing over that pen and, and, seeing them have joy in that. Um, so that's been really fun to watch this week. I've really, that's brought me some, some happy happiness, some goodness in my life. And then of course, um, okay, let's be honest. Okay. Valentine's was this, you know, this holiday, but before even Valentine's happens, they start putting Easter candy out. Yeah, they do. Yes, they do. And I'm here for the Easter candy more than Easter candy. More than anything, like I love Jesus. Oh, when but I love Easter candy because it's Jesus. It celebrates it's, Jesus. It does. Like, Celebrating Jesus. It's like the Christian chicken. It is. And how Chick Fil A calories don't count. I'm gonna bet you the Easter candy doesn't count either. Oh, I, I'm gonna go with that. If I'm you think go. about the resurrection every time you open a wrapper, I think that uh, that's a God honoring. Yes, like the empty, empty wrapper. Oh, oh, yes. Yeah. Like the empty tomb. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let me tell tell you the two things that that trip me up. I'm going to tell you right now. And that's Reese's. Oh. The Reese's Easter eggs. Yes, ma'am. Not only like the Easter egg, like the Reese's Cups Easter egg, but then do these little mini versions that are are dangerous. mm, Oh, my gosh. So those, those are bringing me some, some happiness. Yes. Um. I'm, I mean, I feel like you could open that wrapper, eat that Easter egg, and then say he's not here anymore. And it's not lesson. This is something. And that's lesson. Not count. Mm-mm. It doesn't. I love that, and those are my favorite, my absolute favorite. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know something else? Um, since we're on the Easter candy topic, is the sweet tart jelly beans. <laughs> those are those chewy sweet tarts. I used to love the chewy sweet tarts. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm going to have to find me some of those. Okay. Sorry. Sorry for that. What's good in your life? I made my mouth water. Um, okay. There is, I follow them on Instagram and then I buy way too much from them. Uh, it's called Carly Jean Los Angeles mm-hmm. and it's at Carly Jean Los Angeles. It's Carly with a C. We'll put it in the, um, and it's Jean like blue jeans. We'll put it in the show notes, but their clothes I have gotten to where I think that's like the majority of the clothes I wear because they're so soft and they're cute. Most of them are made in LA. Um, they're just like a company you like to support. It's mm-hmm. their Instagram stories will get you like a try on session with some size two tiny thing. And I'm like, Oh, I bet I could look like that. And so, and then it comes and I don't look like that, but I still like it. Like everything I've ever gotten, I like, I don't look like that girl. Like I thought I would, but they didn't tell me I would that in all fairness to them, they didn't say you're going to look like Carly. They are just like, this is soft. You should get it. Uh, but I mean, I don't normally order jeans online and I order jeans from them and their prices mm-hmm. are really good. Um, mm-hmm. so that, and then mm-hmm. I've shared this multiple times and it's been reshared quite a few times. Nothing in my life has ever gone viral ever, nor do I, nor do I want it to, but mm. this book, if I, if I was big enough deal to have a swipe up, I'd be making mm-hmm. some money right now. Um, the just between us journal that Anna and I do. Uh, so she and I, and this goes good, I think with the parenting, um, 
you know, are, she is just like Will. And so in a lot of ways, she and I are more compatible because Will and I are compatible. And then, um, but she's at that age to where she'll come home and tell me some elaborate story. I'm like, fourth graders are a bunch of liars. And so like that kid's dad (laughs) does not drop him off at school in a helicopter. We live in a normal neighborhood. Okay. Like I know he told you that and you want to believe him, but that is not the truth, you know? Um, So it's kind of weeding through like, you know, play stories and real stories and she's really maturing and everything, but we, but she is definitely a little more reserved in her feelings. Um, So this journal, it is for any age. I mean, I would definitely say you're going to want your child like at an age where they can like write and converse with you. But um, it's called Just Between Us, and it's a journal by um, Meredith and Sophie Jacobs. I'm assuming that's mother and daughter. You can buy it at Barnes mm-hmm. & Noble. You can buy it on Amazon. It's been sold out a few times, but it is so good, and it's different. Sometimes it is literally just she and I, we write a note to each other, and we pass it back and forth. And our deal is, is I'll do it. I'll fill it out. Then she resp- has her response page that matches it. And then when she's done, she puts it on my bed. When I'm done, I put it on her bed and we do it just whenever we get a chance. And mm-hmm. um, sometimes it's like, if when you were my age, you know, what did you want to be? You know, sometimes it is literally just like free, th- you know, free writing. So it's mm-hmm. really sweet. And it has been, she talks to me in there so much more about deep things and things that are really going on. Um, than she would just in normal conversation. So mm. I recommend mm. that. I cannot recommend it enough. And so I love, it. I love it. That's so good. And now it's like kind of part of your, you have all of that written down and that's yeah. really sweet. Oh, that's one of those. That I'll cherish that forever. And so, and I think as she gets older, we'll switch to more of just like a journal, just a regular journal format instead of like mm-hmm. all the prompts, but it's nice at this age to have prompts, like, you know, Cause I, you know, I can, I can only say, how was your day? You know, so many times, but right. it's fun to hear like, oh, this is really like, if you weren't scared of failure, what you would do and to get like a real answer. Like, it's so cool. So mm-hmm. love that. I love that. Well, we'll definitely put all of that. I mean, maybe not the Reese's Easter eggs. You can find those people and <laughs> you can go to your own store and find those, but we'll put the other things in the show notes. And send us out. a picture when you get your Reese's Easter eggs. Right. So. Yeah. Tag us in your Insta stories with your empty wrapper. And no. The empty tomb. Uh, <laughs> or the empty bag yes. if, you went, if you went with the, the mini eggs, because those are just oh, so good. It's so bad. bad. Uh, bad. Well. Oh, my God. This, this has been so fun. I love talking about parenting. I do too. I mean, it's just, like, I think, a continuous topic. Like, there's always more. And especially the phases that you go through, there's just something more. And so. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, hey, have a good week. You I too. Hope that, I hope that you guys, the whole family, has an amazing weekend. Same. I hope that the home study goes well. You'll have to update us on that next time. I will. I will. I'll give you guys an update. All right. I love you, friend. Love you too. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Wow, y'all. That was a lot. There was so much we could have talked about, probably so much that we could have made multiple episodes from just this one topic. But what we do want you to take away is one, we do not have it all together in any way, shape, or form. And two, laughter makes it all better. So let's laugh at ourselves as we figure this whole thing called parenting out and um, try to figure out how to get these tiny little humans into well-adjusted adults. 
that's really our overall goal, right? We'll be back in two weeks with our next episode, and it's on one of our absolute favorite topics. We are going to be talking about friendship, and we cannot wait to share some insight into what makes a good friendship and just how to maintain friendships, even with distance between us. Um, We're super excited about this, and we think it's going to be really fun and really encouraging for you as you go through life, because let's be honest. Life is a little easier when you have some some good women doing it with you, right? So we want to encourage you to continue to subscribe. We love reading your reviews. Um, and y'all, check us out on Instagram if you're not already our friend over there. We're trying to develop some content over there to keep you, um, keep you hanging with us and encourage you along the way between episodes. So check us out at All Things Good Podcast on Instagram. And let's connect there as well. Until we meet again, y'all, have a great two weeks. Settle down, girls.